You're listening to the Rad Podcast. Explore wealth. Different model, a different way, different way of doing business. Mm-hmm. Parts of the country, 24-7, seven days a week. I was just done with the gurus. If somebody gives me thirty to $50,000, that should be a lifetime relationship for Podcast Nation. Because if you give me that kind of money, I have an obligation, in my opinion, a responsibility to see you succeed. All right, let's get into deals. So this is a, a bigger deal, $1.75 million. This is in Tampa, Florida. The buy-in, total buy-in is 164000 to become a 50% partner on it. Um, the purchase loan on it we have is $1.1 million. The rehab is on it, two hundred seventy seventy-three thousand. Um, our exit strategy on this flip, the profit potential is three hundred seven thousand dollars. Partnering individually, with with each other. Yeah. So that's not unless we do a private placement, right? I can't have a bunch of people partnering into a deal like. 20 people doing a deal. But if we needed to do a private placement, we can do that. We can have a lawyer draw the documents. We can do a private placement. What I would say to you, right, is typically if you want to do it, we have enough deals where you should be able to do your own individual deals. But I'm not against, here's my thing. If, I, if you're partnering with me, I can control the process. If we partner with each other, I can't control the process. And if you partner with each other and there's a disagreement, I can't help in that situation. And now we're, yeah, and now we're in, yeah, I know you want to take full responsibility, but I've done thousands of partnerships, and partnerships are hard, right? That woman over there has worked in Tampa, Florida for 10 plus years as my partner. Our partnership dynamic is tight and strong, but you know how long it took to lay protocol, to lay rules, to work in two different parts of the world for her to run her big office, for me to run my big office and do those things and figure it out? A lot. One of the things that all of you as Inner Circle members could absorb, and, and I've never said this to you guys as Inner Circle because it, it almost seems like self-serving, right? But at the same time, one of the things I have as a default about her is that no matter what's going on, I know she's trying to do better by me and by you guys and by our team than I can ever imagine. And, and I've had to accept that if I'm going to be partners with someone, I have to as- accept that about them. And it's the same thing with my wife. If, if my wife is doing things, I have to accept that she is doing something, no matter how frustrating it could be to me, she's doing it for the right reasons and she's doing it for the best she can by us and our relationship. When you as Inner Circle members partner together, I can't fix that. Now that's your choice. You're adults, you're gonna do whatever you want. We do have Inner Circle members who've opened LLCs together and been in business together for years. And that's pretty cool. And, and eventually you'll probably meet, meet some of them, Right? But I'm telling you, it's rare. And, it, and it's not my favorite just because we can't control the transaction for you. And that. We'll still control the overall transaction, which is good. But you can come in and you could do, if you came in to me and you said, Dutch, I can only do $16,000 and I really want into this deal, then I'll, maybe we'll just do a private placement to save you that extra challenge. And, and, then, and, then, and then we can allow m- more investors in at that point in time because we do a private placement on a deal. We can bring multiple investors in. Yeah. I, I just, it's one of those things. If you, like I'll bring two in, inner circle members into a deal 50-50, but we'll manage and control the whole process so that you don't have to get into that, that situation. Okay. A lot of questions I've been getting from inner circles mainly is how do we get our ARVs? 
The first way is fairly simple. We've done tutorials on this. You can watch one of the YouTube videos. Is we use Zillow and we use the MLS. Those are our two most common tools. Now when we use Zillow, we don't use Zillow's numbers to figure out how we're going to comp a property. I don't go on and say Zillow says it's worth 175 and I say well, it's worth 175. That's ridiculous. What we do is we just use Zillow as one of the tools to scrape info so that we can pull comps. So I want to know, look at recently solds, right, with similar square footage, similar bedrooms and bathrooms, simpler land mass, and then we start to come into defaults. Like I know that buildable good land, you know, in the Tampa area is worth 100,000 an acre. So what I take a look at as a property and I say, well, if it's 10 acres, I'm going to start with a million dollar valuation just based on that land. And then I look at square footage of a house and I know that a luxury home in that area is worth roughly this much. That is a little harder to teach than just pulling recently solds. But what I will say is we use recently solds and we use the MLS to do that. Now, a flip in Florida right now, our goal will be to have this in on the market by August. 50-50 on whether that's going to happen or not because, because of permits and because of other things. And if we can't get it on the market before August, there might not be a point of selling it till June of 2022 because of inflation. Because the way inflation is, if this is going to increase by 22% in value or 20% in value between now and next and a summer and a summer past, now you're looking at 1.7 million and then you have to go ahead and add what 280,000 to the valuation. And so now you're getting o about 2 million. Now, if right now we're going to make 300,000 and waiting till June of next year allows me to make an additional 280,000 because of inflation, then what then it's okay for us to go ahead and wait till then. Now, I'd still like to go ahead and flip it in August, but because of rehab times, it depends on how our team does. And, and I believe they can get this done before then. They're really good. They've been, our Tampa team's been getting deals done faster, but they're also getting a lot more deals. And, and our team really believes they can expand, right, to, to more and more deals. But I'm also just caveating on this. We could get it on the market by summer, and it could be longer than that. Now, if inflation changes, interest rates raise, then it'll go back on the market faster. We won't wait. You know, we'll still complete the rehab, and as soon as rehab's done, we'll put it on the market. But there's no reason to rush that if, if the time wait allows us to make that much more money. So when we're talking about flips, 1.75 million is my belief of what this property will be worth this summer. Today, I would say we're in February. So my belief probably right now that property's worth about 1.65. And then the additional 100 would be from what I believe the value will continue to increase by summer. And I want you guys to give that insight because I know you guys have been asking, how do we calculate RVs? How do we get these numbers? And I want to be able to help you with that. The rehab is not something you have to pay or come out of pocket with. We pay for 100% of the rehab. So I know that is weird to the older inner circle members who used to have to pay for all the rehab. We pay for 100% of the rehab in these deals. And, and if it goes over, we pay for it. If it goes under, we pay for it. I mean, it's all going to come out of the end with the, prof with the profit margins. But we pay for it. Let's keep going. A little, little more sizable deal to chew down. Um, exit strategy is a flip, 300,000 ARV, total buy-in 23,000, purchase loan 206, rehab 130, exit strategy flip, $46,000 potential. I'm okay with you guys spitting out questions. Just spit them out. That, that I would want to get on market by end of summer, by end of summer. 
Anything that right now that's a flip, I want to do my best to get it on by end of summer unless it says slow flip. If it says slow flip, you can be guaranteed it's going to be the following summer before, before, we, before, we li- before we list it to sell. And that's where the 18-month slower flip, flip comes in with valuation. Just fire it out, Alberto. That is split in two. Yeah, potential profit means split in two. That's our half and your half combined. So that would be split, split in two. So what I and, I, and this is why I really encourage you guys to get on all the Zoom calls. And I know it's hard. I know you have lies, but I encourage you to get on them. Whatever the potential profit is, 15 to 20% of that is likely to get chewed up in costs. And so just, just keep that in mind. Now, sometimes we don't use a realtor, so it's less cost. Sometimes we may have a cash deal, so it's less cost, right? Sometimes I might just be by the property from the joint venture for the REIT. And that does happen from time to time where I'm like, we want to keep this in the REIT. We don't want it. We decided we don't want to flip it. But the inner circle member says, well, you sold it as a flip. Can you, can you buy me out? I'm like, absolutely. We'll buy you out at market value. Right. And that, that makes our inner circle members, you know, really happy, obviously when that happens. But sometimes we want to keep the deal in the REIT because we see where the value on the property is going, which is fine. We both win in that situation. Uh, 665, three-year ARV. So this is a long-term lease. Purchase loan 316, total buy-in 67. Pretty, pretty light rehab, rehab on, on this property. Um, we already have a designated renter for the property, which is cool. Um, what's the rent? I don't, I don't know the rent by heart, but we'll get it to you. Whoever wants to look into the deal, but it's market rate, right? I'm, I'm guessing it's probably around 2000 a month, but, but we'll, we'll, get you, we'll get you the exact number. We'll get you the exact number. This is a deal we just signed up about two, two weeks ago. Um, it's a property we want. Sometimes we go and buy properties because we already know we're going to have tenants in place and we're going to have people that are going to rent from us, which, which makes it easy just to do the, do the pre-work on it. Let's keep going. Most of the time, I'm going to be able to know the rents for you. Um, this is three-year ARV, 425, to- total buy-in, 24,000, purchase loan, 310. It wouldn't say three-RAV unless it was supposed to be a hold, so it's probably a mistake on the exit strategy. It also might be an either, an either or. Um, okay, never mind. I completely understand. Forgive me. We're going fast. So this is new construction. So this is one of the properties we've designated for new construction. We did a three-year ARV. I don't think it'll take us three years to build it. I think it'll take us about 18 months to build it. But I put a three-year ARV because this is our first new construction deal that people can partner in with us. Now, the buy-in is incredibly cheap. Um, you're buying into the process with us, Right. And you can always be bought back out if you get into that situation, but you'll be a part of partnering into new construction with us. The nice part is we have a new construction loan that's going to be in place. We've worked with this lender a lot on our normal rehab loans, and so this is, this is a new construction, new construction deal. Any questions? Fire away, Mark. We pay the loans. Yeah, we pay the loans, yep. And we take it out of the eventual final HUD, when we, when we split the money, but during the process, we, we, we do all the loan payments. And even with your rehab loans, has anybody ever had to make a payment on one of the rehab loans? No, right? It's in the Excel sheet because obviously if we pay money, it's accounted for in a partnership deal, but we've, we've, handled, we've got to a place where we're just handling that stuff because it's, it's too much frustration, the back and forth with, 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 with those payments and stuff, and so we just decided we're just, we're just paying them. That may change in the future. It might not be forever. 
so in our purchase loan is should be construction loan, but that's $310,000 construction loan. And so that's what our estimated cost of construction is for this property is the 310. So that should give you a little bit of an idea. And I'm going to tell you flat out, we went ultra conservative on the numbers and because we haven't built new construction before, so this is a new type of deal for us. I could sit here all day long and say, you know, we've built a thousand homes in rehab and constructed and we're going to be perfect at this and we're going to, you know, but I'm not going to, right? That's not who we are. We tell you that, hey, look, this is new construction. It's going to be a big part of the future of the company. And, and so, you know, this is a chance to be a part of one of those deals if that's what you're into and you want to do it. It's pretty cool. We're transparent, too, with our joint ventures. So when you're in Atfolio, you'll get to see every single payment made to every vendor. You'll get to see everything that's going on. And so it, it's a pretty good learning experience. Obviously, we'll do some case studies for all of you, you know, at the end of the deal. Um, another deal, ARV 315, three-year ARV 390. So this is, can either be a rental or a flip. So what I do in these situations is, is the property has the ability to do either one. And so with being able to do either one, we have that crossbred. So we'll decide that with you as our inner circle member on what type, whether we're going to flip it or whether we're going to rent it. We're going to go into the construction and the rehab and all of the things in the beginning the same either way. We have to pull permits the same either way. Um, this is in an, also in an opportunity zone. So one of the things we may do is do the construction and then rehab, and then at the end we may buy it into the opportunity zone, opportunity zone fund as well. ARV on this next one is in Avondale, Pennsylvania. ARV 265, total buy-in 31, purchase loan 165, rehab 47. This is a flip uh, with a potential, potential profit of 36,000. So it's about a 50% return on, on this particular deal. Um, pretty, pretty good deal. Keep going. Slow flip, which is the 18-month. ARV 525, total buy-in 59,000. Purchase loan 165, rehab 144,000. The reason I'm putting it as a slow fit because a $144,000 rehab, just from architectural plans to structural engineering to permitting, is just going to take longer. But it's also in an area in a neighborhood we know is just screaming with value increase. And it, it's fascinating because for a long time we were allowing, you know, some of our markets were catching up to other markets. But now when you're still buying good location and the values are increasing fast and then you add in Inflation on top of that, it's, it's kind of like steroids for, for, some, for some of these deals. Uh, potential 239, um, it's the, the return on it's pretty insane. Now I'm going to caveat this with, what do we know about home runs? Home runs are what? Can be headaches, right? And so, so sometimes when deals jump off the page, it's a little bit better than the every other deal that we're doing. Just remember that lots of times those come with more headaches. Yes, I am managing expectations here, everybody, over and over, but that's because I'd rather manage your expectations and beat them than have you in a place where, 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 where it's set differently. Um, next deal, or is this a, yeah, different deal. So slow flip, another one in Philadelphia, um, 330 ARV, total buy-in 36, purchase loan 105, rehab 102. It's a flip deal. Obviously, our target and goal would be have this on the market this summer. Questions? Jumping out? It has both. And, and so, forgive me, you're right, it is a slow flip. It would be next summer. You're right, and I'm, I'm wrong. Good catch. I was looking at the, the, the bottom where it just says flip. It should say on the exit strategy, slow flip together. You guys, I know the PowerPoint's not perfection. You have to understand, we went from 18 deals to 14.
We interrupt this broadcast to remind you to follow us on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Rad Podcast. Before deals in the last seven days, when it comes to all of you, we're doing about 30 deals a month. So our team that puts together these deals is actually not the same team that is doing the deals every single day. And so there's a lot of meetings and conversations. So it's easy for some of that to not be perfect. Uh, this is a really cool deal. Three-year three, three year ARV, $5 million. Flip ARV, $4.2 million. Total buy-in, $533,000. Purchase loan, $2.1 million. Rehab, $528,000. Exit strategy, could be a flip, could be a hold. Um, it, it's a different kind of deal. Um, flip potential, $972,000. Three-year potential, $1.7 million. I lived two blocks from where this house is, so I'm very familiar. It's right next to 1,000 Steps in Laguna Beach. We might keep it as a vacation rental. Vacation rentals in that, ha- in that area for a house this size are easily $10,000 a week. Um, so there's a potential that we would keep it. And when I seen vacation rental, like it'll rent like 300 out of 360 days a year. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. So my mother-in-law is like, can we keep it? Can I go stay there every once in a while? I don't, I don't know if that's legal. I'm going to have to check with the lawyers on that one. All the Californians are like, we want to stay there. I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, you can see the ocean. I mean, it's, you can hear the ocean. It's, it's really beautiful. It's, um, the Columbus house that went out on the last deal sheet is just as cool. Who, who partnered on the Columbus? Anybody in here did the partnership on the Columbus deal? Is it not? It's just in a circle members who aren't here this weekend. The Columbus deal is actually on an island outside of uh, St. Pete, Florida, and it's on its own like little island with a row of houses, and it's just one block over from. There's just one set of houses, Oceanside, and then it's the next set of houses, and you have great ocean view. Those those are those are pretty cool things. Um, Profit potential on this thing is really off the charts. Um, We had an investor um, offer us a good chunk of money, um, so. to see if we would wholesale it to him um, while we were under contract. And I had to think quite a while about, about that. And I decided, and here's what I told him. I said, pay $50,000, join the inner circle, and you can partner with us on the deal. And he's like, well, I know about your inner circle. I said, well, that's the only way you're getting into the deal. So, so. we'll see if he talks to me again. So three-year, I'm sure he will. Three-year ARV on this one, so it's definitely a hold. Um, buy-in's 92000 um, three-year ARV is crazy, you know, $1 million. Uh, this is in Orlando, Florida. Um, this is one of your inner circle members, Ryan Stark, came on, uh, joined our acquisitions team, went and trained in Philadelphia uh, for a few months, um, quit his job. Um, he's another indentured servant in our society. When I mean he did social services work, which is indentured servitude, they're not paid, they're not respected and not treated to the level we are. My wife and I went through a multi-year, you know, fostership before we adopted our son, and I think the social workers did everything that was in their power to do to help us, you know, and, and, and help the situation. And, and granted, their entire indoctrination is to give a child back to the birth parents, which is great, but that wasn't what was right in our situation. And so, you know, Ryan, I had a lot of 
empathy for him. And I said, look, Ryan, you're going to be knocking on doors. You're going to be talking to people. I said, this is a different kind of thing. And I said, I mean, he's, Ryan's Mormon, right? And I said, I said, Ryan, I said, you know, I know you've been on missionaries and that probably, missions, and that probably prepared you for this, right? And Ryan laughed. He said, missions, Dutch. He says, try walking up to someone's door and knocking on them and tell them they're not parenting, right? <laughs> so, um, so he said he got it. And, you know, he's do, I think this is his fourth deal. Um, he's been down there since, I want to say, November um, in, in Florida after training in Philadelphia. So he's doing great. Um, he actually rehabbed and fixed and sold his first deal um, very quickly within 90 days of, of joining the acquisitions team. Uh, and there were inner circle members obviously partnered on those deals. Obviously, a 90-day inner circle deal, the inner circle members were very, very happy with, with, with Ryan. So that was a pretty, I mean, it's just as cool a story as it gets, right? I mean, we have on our team, you know, a lot of inner circle members have become a part of the team. I've actually had several inner circle members in here say, can my child or can my son, can they come and intern, you know, for the summer, you know, with you guys and do those kind of things? And every single time I've said yes. And so they can intern with us. You know, Phil's a great story too. Phil's actually, if I go back to the Laguna Beach deal, Phil's mom was one of the original investors in our very first private equity fund and about four or five years ago she goes she goes can my son you know he's really interested in real estate and he was 17 at the time can my son come and intern for the summer with you guys and I said sure right and I know that was always you know my old business partner one of his favorite things I just say yes because I believe in being in a yes state and I said sure and so that summer Phil found us our Huntington Beach property that we still own today that's worth over a million dollars and I think we paid like 600 for it and it's really great property. And he took that money that he made from that bonus and souped up his Camaro and made his Camaro put a racing stripe on it and all kinds of stuff. And I said, hey, it's his money. If he, that's what he wants to do with it. Granted, I gave him advice on better things to do with his money. So this is actually Phil's deal, though. Now he's 22 years old. Um, he's on and off while he went through to college. He would, he would bring us deals and do different things with us as a company. He's doing full-time acquisitions, you know, with us right now um, in California. But this was, this was Phil's deal. And so this was, this was Ryan's deal. Um, just pretty cool on how the team grows. Three-year ARV, $180,000. Um, obviously, this is a hold potential rents, $1,150, $27,000 buy-in. To be crystal clear, when you do deals like this, you're not doing them for cash flow. This is an equity-based deal. Once we pay the mortgage... You have a question? Yeah. I was asking. So, uh, if we buy a house. Yes. Yeah. So if you're if you say like if let's say you, one of you comes to us and he says I'm going to move to X Y Z. I'm interested in buying a house. Can you guys help us with that process? The answer is yes. As an inner circle member, you can do 100% of a deal as well. You don't have to do 50%. So on any of these deals, if you said, I want to do 100% of a deal, you can. Now, if we, don't have, if we have multiple inner circle members asking about a deal, we're not going to let you do 100% of the deal. We're going to obviously fulfill our job, right, to make sure inner circle members have deals and they're into deals. But barring, barring that situation, we're 100%. But if you say to me, I'm moving to XYZ, can you guys help us find a house? And, and you say, Dutch, I'm 100% going to buy. I'm 100% in. I'm headed to that area. The answer is yes, we can. And we've done that 
for many in our Champions Hamlet property and we own in Houston, Texas, we bought because of that reason. The uh, Hermoso property that you guys saw earlier that I didn't know how much the rent was, forgive me on that one, right? That was one of those situations where we pre-bought knowing who our renter was, what our situation was. Our Highway 19 industrial complex we bought. We bought that property because we knew we had our tenants already in place after we bought the property. Bought it at a discount, but then on top of that, we already knew I had our tenants. When you're playing the game, it's better to, to, to make sure you're going to win when the game's over than it is to guess whether you're going to win or not when you're playing the game. But yes, if you guys have something specific in mind, yes, we can, we can target specifically and buy specifically. Let's keep going. Three-year ARV, $180,000. Total buy-in, $23,000. Purchase loan, $72,000. It's a hold. Potential rent, $1,175. Actually, before I finish that, I said you don't buy these for the rent, for the cash flow. These rents are going to be covered by debt service. Usually, it's like 80% of the debt service, right? Is I mean, 80, the, the rent, our debt is 80% of what the rent is. Typically, we're not, but when you add in taxes, insurance, or you add in other miscellaneous costs, these are equity plays. Understand, holds right now are equity plays. Now, if the economy shifts and the market shifts, we may sh shift to more of a cash flow play, and we do less leverage on the properties. But right now, with the way inflation is, we want to be able to maximize our return and the amount of dollars, dollars working for us. All right. Three-year ARV, 245, total buy-in, 24000 purchase loan, 80000 Exit strategy, hold potential rent. I don't mind going fast this. All of you guys have these in your hands. On top of this, I'm just reading something to you that you already have in your hands. So if you have questions, ask. The next one's another three-year ARV, 33, 36, 31,000 buy-in, 124,000 purchase loan, no rehab. Um, it's already rented at 1525 a month. Um, pretty freaking cool. I'm going to keep going through these deals. These are very similar deals. You have them in front of you. As soon as we get to a deal that's a little bit different, this is part of a 22-house deal we bought all at one time. So every one of these deals is, there's slight differences, but they're pretty, they run pr pretty close to the same. Um, hold potential. Um, on those 22 deals, there was three or four I didn't see as profitable, so I just pulled those out, and they weren't available to you as, as Inner Circle members. Let me just jump through. Fire away. Yes. Yes. That's just to expand what you said about <coughs> your whole ex equity base. So when we see <coughs> mm -hmm. like rents at 1275, yeah. it, we shouldn't expect to get too much of that. Yeah. More of just Not a lot of cash flow. It's more equity base. And you get a big chunk there. Yeah. And, I mean, we keep the, obviously, we have the accounting spreadsheets for you guys. Yeah, that we, I understand. And so if, if it starts to build up, obviously, we're going to cut you a check on it. But there's no point in me sending you $27 a month, right? That's just, it's just, it's a lot of work for accounting. It's a lot of work for property management and those kind of things. And, and, and if that's something you really want, we'll acquiesce and we'll do that for you. But that's not something I would prefer not to do that. I, I just, our team is expanding and we're growing every single day. And we'll, as we continue to add more team members to serve you, I want to be able to serve you, but some things are kind of pointless. If I send you $27 this month and next month we have a 54 you know, electrical thing that we have to fix, then you have to send us back 20. It's in those small amounts of money, it's better to just let it build up just a little bit. And if we feel like it's built up, we'll send you, we'll send you a check. 
Um, typically, if you're in more of a larger cash flow deal, like the 19th Highway or like Alberto's property, like with the triplex when it's rented, it'll be a bigger type of cash flow. We'll send you, obviously, those checks every single month, usually around the 18th. It's pretty normal for us. 15th to 18th is when we send those out every month. We always set a deadline at the 15th, but sometimes if you're actually receiving checks versus ACHs, then it takes a little bit longer. Um, this is a little bit more of a long-term hold. This is from Collegeville, Pennsylvania. Five-year ARV, 850000 Total buy-in, 50000 Purchase loan, 327000 uh, Potential profit, 422000 But you guys got to take a little more time with the math on this. I know that seems like a ridiculous amount of profit, but you're talking about a five-year hold. And a five-year hold, there's a good chance there could be a market cycle or market dip. So just keep that in mind that this is you know, not calculating for the market like a, like a 20% dip or a 30% dip in real estate prices. Just keep that in mind as you look at this deal. I do, not, I do not have rents memorized. Forgive me. We'll make sure that, that on any of the holds in the future that the rents are on there. It's really good you guys are being here, though, because we're live hearing your questions, too. You know, and, 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 and I know you, you want to know. But rents will go up over the years, and so obviously each year there'll be more cash flow. We calculate you know, rent increases into our leases, and, and obviously like, like we should. Say again? Rehab loans are not 30-year fixed. Our long-term loans are for the most part, almost all 30-year fixed. Yeah. Um, this one's a three-year ARV. Uh, the buy-in's 34000 It's a hold. Uh, purchase loan, 219 The light rehab is 60000 So obviously, this isn't rented yet. It has to be rehabbed before, before it'll be rented. The next one's 345 um, This is Highway 19. Um, we have room for one, one partner in this, and, th and that's it. We did have one partner who came in to this specific deal. Um, and so pretty crazy cash flow, a three-year ARV, 4.5 million, total buy-in, 438, purchase loan, 936, rehab, 200,000, potential profit, 2.7 million. A couple people asked me, well, how do we do this? Well, in a few years, we'll refinance it. If we feel like we're gonna have long-term tenants past five years, then obviously we'll continue to hold on to it. If we don't feel like we're gonna have long-term tenants past five years, then in, in about three years, we'll go ahead and put it on the market to sell with the existi existing tenants in there. It's right there, 438. Yes, so, we, so that's 438 would be 50%. We have one partner who's in at the, at the 438. Okay? Correct, 27,500. Correct. Next property is a three-year ARV, 200000 total buy-in, 22000 $88,000 purchase loan, rehab, $50,000, uh, 3827 Fair, Fair Hill Street. So this is an interesting, you know, kind of situation, and it's not something over the years we really talked a lot about, you know, through the inner circle, and I just think it just wasn't a conversation that came up. So we had an inner circle member partner into this deal. The actual rehab is 90, I think 95% of the way done. It might be rented. As of, it might have been rented as of February 1st. I have, to, I have to check. Or it's either February 1st or March 1st. And so we had an inner circle member who asked to be bought out. Um, and so we bought, bought, them, bought them out of the deal. Um, and, but it's still a great deal. And so, you know, we feel like another inner circle member can benefit from it. So we cycled this back into the, to the inner circle, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, next deal, two-year ARV, $180,000. Total buy-in, $18,817. Purchase loan, nineteen. Rehab, $20,000. Um, obviously, this is going to be a very quick deal. I would actually call this um, 
a rental that, that is probably going to take two or three months as a quick deal to, to get rent ready. Um, pre- pretty good deal, pretty low buy-in. Next deal, three-year ARV, 195, total buy-in, 12,000. Purchase loan, 96, rehab, 45, hold. Potential profit, 72,000, uh, 2650 South Holbrook. Chatham Street, $320,000 uh, ARV, 30,696 buy and purchase loan, 218. Our plan is this is for a flip. And so, you know, it's an interest, interesting deal in the sense that, you know, this is an, one more situation where we had an inner circle member asked to be bought out. Um, our uh, getting the original people out, or I don't remember the exact story. It's either getting the original people out or permitting was taking too long. So we bought them out at a profit, but we feel like now the deal's in a really great place for us to have it back on the market this summer. So it's a chance for you guys to, to in invest in that. And for us, you know, it's it's great situation because, you know, if we buy out and we hang on to it as a company, obviously we make the profits of that within the REIT, which is great. If you guys buy in as inner circle members and, and, and join that deal, then that's a great win for you. And so it's, it's a win in a lot of ways. And it's a win for the original inner circle member because we paid them a profit when we bought them out on the deal. And so, you know, I, I like it. I like it that way. Three-year ARV, 475. Total buy-in, 25. Purchase loan, 167. Uh, this is currently a hold. The rent on it, 1700 a month. Um, the rent on this is, um, I believe, already being collected every single month. So the rehab will be held off until we get between renters. Um, we may do some things to fix the property while the current tenants are in there. Um, let's keep, keep, keep running. $600,000 ARV, total buy-in, $75,000. This is a flip. Uh, this is Rialto, California. This is just a, a you know, really a, something that we've been talking about from a branding standpoint. Um, for real estate acquisitions, we're thinking of rolling out nationally the RAD 5050 program. And it's a really fascinating kind of marketing tool that we believe that we might be able to do with, with homeowners. And what it is, is, is we're going to split the profits with the owner of the property 50-50. So they're selling the property to us, and our agreement with them was whatever money we make from the property, we split it with them 50-50. And, you know, this is, this is someone that, you know, is in a situation where they're, you know, way behind on their mortgage, and there's a good chance they're going to lose the property. They have investors pounding down their door, and the investors... You know, they don't know who to go with, who to work with, and different things. And so this came in through a referral uh, relationship. And so we agreed to say, hey, look, we're going to make money on this because we're investors and that's what we do. But we want to leave you in a great situation. We're happy for you as an owner to make money too. And so we were able to, you know, save them for, for, for foreclosure. Um, we were able to make the mortgage right. And, and so we didn't have to go get a loan on it. And now we're going to split the profits with them 50-50. You as Inner Circle members can join in the deal and split the profits with, with them too. So it's a really cool deal. Um, we interrupt this broadcast to remind you to follow us on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Rad Podcast. Our total buy-in is $75,270. Uh, rehab, 50 it's a flip. Um, potential profits, 104000 So, you know, great return. Rialto, happy tenant, happy owner. I always want to do my best to write, do right by people. And in the real estate industry, lots of times we get an ugly name when we're buying foreclosures, when we have to evict somebody from a house. You know, during the moratorium on evictions, we worked with tenants. We have helped them with rental assistance programs. We did payment plans for them. We did everything. And there's a reason why we collected 85% plus 
of our rents during the middle of the worst rental crisis in the history of landlords and owners of properties in America. We collected our rents because we worked with them. We even traded a mural. If you've ever seen the mural um, from, from our property in Philadelphia that was painted on the wall, if you've seen that on social media, it's incredible. And we did an exchange for rents, and then she sold a painting, and then she paid us the rents anyways, um, which, was, which was really cool. And it's just one of those things that you want to do right, you want to do good by people. But the great part, too, is we have an awesome relationship with these people that came to our offices in RAD. And, and you know, when we roll out the RAD 50-50 program, it would be great to be able to have them as a testimonial and a, and a story for us as a company. And I know that doesn't really affect you as an investor and in getting into a good deal, but I think it's always great to know the story behind a lot of these things. So, I can. Their profit's already been taken out of the deal, yeah. Pretty close, pretty close. There's a couple of other things that are added in to that so that you guys, you know, have an understanding is so, so well, yeah, cost of doing business, right? So our acquisitions team, let's say we run an auction trip, right? And on that auction trip, we pay $10,000 to go out and do that buy and due diligence and everything. And we buy four properties. So then we'll split the cost of that trip into the acquisition of those four properties. Or let's say we pay a commission on a property. So like, like a Lagoon Beach pill, property right phil will make a really nice commission as a part of our acquisitions team on that and so that commission will be put into the total buy-in and that'll be that'll be a part of that part of that process and so that's the only you know things that i know you know we're, we're adding in those those commission that commission part of it so um on this particular one we paid the 240 and then we had to pay off um the more they're they're behind on mortgage and then there's also a, like a trustee loan that they had for their solar panels that we had that we had to pay off this is a little different deal it's really a little harder to read a little a little harder to read but yeah so you take the 240 plus the 50 plus you know the 150 and that gives you a, a pretty good i pretty good idea on that one so i'd say 190 plus 240 gives you pretty close gives you pretty close Not in this situation. So this is a different situation because this is not a rehab loan. Every other property you saw today was a rehab loan. This is the only one that's not a rehab loan. So this one's, this one's a little bit different. Granted, we didn't pay the 50 as a part of the purchase, but it's going to be a part of the total cost. That's a those are really good questions, though, Lonnie. Uh, I have one other question. Okay, go ahead. Uh, you said you as often as possible. It's probably interest rates. I would guess. The only reason we do anything when it comes to those loans like that, it would be interest rates. But I also hate refinancing. The least amount we can refinance, the better. Refinance costs a lot of money, right? Every time we refinance, we have to pay points. We have to pay title stuff. There's, all, there's things we have to pay every single time we refinance. And any time there's a, an appraisal done on a property, obviously you could risk a tax event where they raise your taxes on your property taxes. So these are just all kind of things he's done now. Yeah. Thank you, though, Oscar, right? Good. Felipe has a question. So on that property, um, how long are you seeing and putting and putting in the market? We want to have this on market by summer. So they're going to have three months to move out from the time we took, you know, ownership with them in the property. But then they have three months to, to move out. And so as right after they move out, the rehab will probably only take 30, 45 days. It's a quick one. Um, so, you know, we'd want to have it back on market this summer. So if you say three months, you're looking at April. 
May, you're looking at May, and then, you know, 30, 45 days, so maybe July, we could have it back on the market. So, so uh, on that one, that would be a quick flip. Since, yeah, that's what I was thinking, because this has a rehab of 50,000, but how long it would take for, for the rehab, yeah. like I would say, 50, counting everything that, else. That 50 grand mark is usually a pretty light rehab and are pretty quicker. When you start approaching 100, you're getting deeper into the rehab. Anything above 100, you're gonna, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take longer. Those rehabs that you see are 150, 250, those, those take a while. You're anything above 100, you're doing a lot of rebuilding of a house. Mm -hmm. All right, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So we got through the deals. Scan your QR code. You can request which deal that you want in there. You can talk to the team about it. Um, the way Taylor explained it to me was that there is a portal in there that you can put the information in for which deal you want. And that makes it very easy for us to timestamp and see who asked for the deal first. Remember, when deals come out like this, they're first come, first serve. Now, yes, that creates that little bit of competition. At the same time, what I've always told you as Inner Circle members, if you have a specific amount of money and we go through these deals and you don't get a deal, right, then come back to us and let us know, communicate with us. And so then before we release the next set of deals, right, We'll make sure that, that you have a deal that's available to you, um, that deal you can invest into. And there's just some of you that just have no ability to make the decision that fast. And I completely understand. That's okay. I understand we're all different personality types in different ways. And so if you're in that situation and you're kind of struggling with that part of it, just communicate with us. But if you want one of these specific deals, then obviously put your information into the portal as, as quickly as you can so that, so that you can arrange it. Any other, any other questions about deals or things we talked about from investing? Obviously, this is not your last time being able to ask questions this weekend, but this is a time to ask specifically about these things. Go ahead. We'll go here, and then we'll go there. What are the different ways that you accept? Take the mic. How many different ways can we get you our portion of the the deal the money yeah the money in any way you need to right so you know i've had people invest in okay, so stable coins di different what <laughs> i said stable coins can we stable coins yeah maybe our our crypto team can can help with that conversation as long as we can sell them i don't really care 90 yeah, percent of what i have is in is in crypto so I, it okay. would be difficult to do it any other way okay that's probably going to be an offline conversation right I'm not against the offline conversation, but that's probably an offline conversation. Too hard to figure out in, in this environment. I might have to get with our crypto expert to have that conversation, too. Uh-huh. Is it a long-term lease, or is it? It's a long-term lease. Long-term lease. Yep, long-term lease. There's a good chance we'll end up seller financing it to the tenant. So, but it's a long-term lease right now. Okay, so it's the same as a whole. Yes. So it doesn't say what the uh, rent price is on it. I'll figure that out for you. <laughs> and I told everybody before that that was, that was one. Where I know that it's rented long term, but I, I, I don't know the exact rent amount. So apologize for that. Anna, Anna. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, so Dutch, regarding those referrals. Yes. Um, about the luxury homes, what's like the most, um, the highest price, purchase price that you'd be willing to look into? Okay. I'm more likely to accept them in Florida 
than I am in California. Okay. Uh, there's a limit to the amount of deals I'll do in California at a time because I feel like the California market is more likely to take a turn um, in the luxury home market than the Florida market is. And plain and simple, they, Florida does not have enough luxury homes to match the amount of people that are moving to Florida. Mm -hmm. So I'm more likely to do more deals there. But probably the Laguna Beach deal is probably about the highest level right now that you'll see us go to. And how much was it? It was like a $3 million purchase-ish okay. and about $5 million total value. Now, what I would say, we have lots of different resources, even if we're not going to buy the deal or do the deal ourselves as Inner Circle members. Um, so if you do find it and you're like, this is a really incredible deal, it doesn't mean we couldn't send it out. And I'll never say this, like I'm not here to wholesale for you as Inner Circle members. That's not what this is and it will never be that. But if you find something like that and it's that good, or let's say it was a hotel, right? And I point to someone I know who owns hotels. But let's say it was a hotel or apartments or something, right? We do have resources of buyers in different ways that buy different types of high-end and different types of properties. Even within the inner circle and within the REIT, you know, we have different, you know, larger entities that, that buy things. So. And how far out in New Jersey, like New York City, does that, would you be willing to look I would at say New York City is a different animal. It's a okay. different world. I would All say right. that's probably but New a, Jersey anywhere? No. Um, I would say most of New Jersey. We're pretty pretty solid. It's not that big of a state, so. <laughs> How about um, suburbs of Houston? That's where you're looking great. for, right? We're, we're great right. on the as suburbs. As far as of like Houston. Katy, Texas? North North Texas. North, North, Texas. North Houston is far more attractive to us than South Houston just because we have so much assets in North 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 Houston. Um, it's just easier for us for, for everything we do. You start going south, you're talking a two and a half, three hour drive just from the north to the so south. North, if you s okay, yeah, and then so my last question is, how do you determine like the finer's fee or the bonus or? Um, if you guys bring us a deal, typically 10% of equity is something that, that, that we'll pay. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty common if you, if you bring, a, bring us a deal. What so. What makes a good deal? What, what makes a good deal? 20% yeah. minimum profit margin. That's, that's our minimum. That's, that's, you know, the least amount that we consider is the 20% profit margin. And they can be foreclosures sold by... They can be any type of deal. sold by the owner, by a I'm realtor. not doing the tax deeds and liens right now because I don't want to one wait, wait one year for leverage. Um, when the game changes, I'll go back and do deeper and heavier into tax liens and deeds. You know, it's one of those things, like, I couldn't continue to teach tax deeds and liens because we have we had slowed down two years as soon as the pandemic hit from doing them. And I felt like that's like anybody who was out there who was teaching it, I feel like they're full of, kind of full of crap because, you know, you couldn't buy for 18 months, you couldn't buy a single tax deed or lien anywhere in America because foreclosures did not exist. And deeds and liens only existed through, through the foreclosure process. So, you know, that's where, why we shifted in and, you know, moved on from that brand for that very reason. So, yeah, good questions. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I will answer more questions. I will answer two more, and that's it. <laughs> I'll answer here, and I'll answer Kevin. Oh, no, he's been waiting a long time. So I'll answer three questions, and then I have to wrap up because I have two wonderful people who have been very patiently waiting longer than they should have to wait to be able to share some really amazing information with you. So um, let's keep going. Okay, Go ahead, Scott. Short and sweet. Um, Three-year ARV on a lot of these. It's... Mm -hmm. They're, they're called a flip unless it, like there's one long-term lease. Most yeah. of them are flips. Does that mean that the goal is to resell it in three years, basically? So in three years, we're going to reevaluate. Okay. 
Because if it, now, any, at any point in time during the next three years, if the right decision is to sell it, we'll sell it. We won't hang on to th for three years. We see things shifting. We see the market changing. We see the inventory of houses changing. We'll, we'll make that decision to make that shift together. We'll talk to you. We'll communicate it with right. you, right? Um, and, but I, I've never heard of an inner circle be, never once has an inner circle ever told me they were upset because we sold something and they made money. Yeah, so <laughs> that's the bottom line. Um, back here in the, in the corner, and I'll finish with you, sir. Go ahead, with the mic. Other than number five, were, were there any others that were in an opportunity zone? Um, there are others in there that are in an opportunity zone, but if, we invest, if you invest in the opportunity zone fund, you don't have to worry about whether the properties are in or not in an opportunity zone, right? Our opportunity zone fund allows that to happen because it only invests in opportunity zone deals. I'm imagining that some of those other deals are in opportunity zones. That just happened to be one that the team pointed out and labeled for, for one reason. We, we, we're going through acquisitions and meetings very fast. We probably went through 60 deals in probably an hour and a half, and we have to do all the numbers and calculations, and so my team just knows to put notes if we talked about something that was unique to a, unique to a deal. But I'm pretty sure there's other ones in there that are, that are almost, because 40, about 40% 40 of our properties are opportunity zones, so I'd say probably 10 to 15 of those are opportunity zone properties. Good question. And Kevin? So on your exit strategies, yes. when you're selling in various states, are you selling them through realtors or FISBOs? Typically, we're using realtors for most of our sales. Um, we've just, it's just easier for us in the scaling and the growing of the business to allow realtors to do their thing. And I've never, against, I've never been against realtors making money. So I've always thought most people who teach wholesaling in the world should just teach people how to be good realtors. So it's always kind of been, been my opinion. It's a lot to get through. Imagine, imagine that, that, like just that tenacity, right, for us to get through those. Now imagine how hard that team had to work just in the last week on top of all their other responsibilities and duties, right, to get that, those deals ready for you, right? That's 44 deals. Every single one of those has to be offered, has to be like, like, like I know I, I say it over and over how incredible our team is, but they are badass, right? Like, like and, and granted, you know, back in the day, it was like once every three months. Was that about right? You, you guys think once every three months we would put out deals? Is that about right? About once every three months we used to put out deals. Right now we're on about this is our third set of deals, third set of deals this year since January 1st. So that's in five weeks, we've put out three different sets of deals. That's really impressive, not only by Dory's team that he manages with acquisitions, but also by our infrastructure team that, that you know, is, is busting their butts to get things ready for all of you. Um, it's pretty incredible. And also, you know, I, I had a little challenge from some of the inner circle members, too. They were like, well, you know, you're allowing new members in. You know, we don't, you know, we want to make sure there's enough deals and different things. And so, you know, we threw down the gauntlet, you know. There's going to be, d I bet there's more deals than you guys can partner in. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, no more questions right now. You're just waving at me? Yeah. Thank you. Right. With everything we're doing, it's hard not to skim over everything because there's just so much depth to, 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 to what the team is building and what we're creating. And, and, you know, the inner circle retreat, it's just hard to do so much in, in three days. So, uh, yeah, just our team, I, I can't thank them enough. Thank you for listening to the Rad Podcast, an exploration of wealth. 
for more information, please visit our website, www.raddiversified.com. We'd love to hear from you. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. 